Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's Anthony Botting. I'm here on the Jim Fannin Show. Check it out, baby. <laughs> How long's the show? So I'll finish with that cover, that Green Day cover. Because my buddy was supposed to do come here with me and do it, and I just fucking MIA. Oh, yeah. Fucker. Well, I was thinking the same thing. I said with the keyboard set up on a little jam on the weekend, and I was going to play that. Bring Underwood? Underwood's not playing any, is he? I think he's working. I asked him to see what he was doing, but... Yeah, man. Didn't MJ say something about me getting me on here? You said a while ago. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, well. He knows I crush on your heart. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bots? Not much, Thanks man. for making the time, man. Out last night and get the hair of the dog this morning. Yeah, I was. It was more of a day thing, and then. Oh yeah, I got late. Started at one p.m. and then <laughs> went into the night. Where were we at? I just went to Jeffro's, my buddy's bar there. Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, you've been recording there too, eh? Yeah, we recorded the new album in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we recorded one tune in there to start just to see what it would sound like. It sounded really good, so we mm-hmm. said, we said, let's do it in here. Who's uh, Ethan helping you out there? Yeah, you want to call it help me out? Sure. <laughs> um, no, he's. I've done everything. I've yeah, every book for Wanderers album I've done with him. But we yeah. recorded it like it's been honestly, dude. It's been done for pretty well done. Like I'm done. Re- been done recording it for about a year. And and he's been mixing it for a year. It's been. Oh, well, he's the busiest guy I know. Is he? Basically, yeah. I'm busy too, and yeah. he's super busy. Yeah. So it's like. I'm like, and I'm saying it now, like, let's get this done. Like, yeah. it's done. Yeah. But it's just making the time to finish it, like, yeah, put yeah. the final, you know, awesome. mix on it. That's all. And acoustic? It's the same kind of style as, like, yeah, more or less like the first album I did. Yeah. Acoustic with a lot of percussion on it, whatnot. Yeah. How many you got? This will be my third. Okay. Third, like, full length. All right. With the book for Wanders, but, you know, I recorded with James's band and. 
couple albums right. there. And then what's uh, the first album? It's just self-titled. Okay. And then the second one, um, Wide Streets of the Narrow Minded. That's the one that I've got. I think. You with, got yeah. Uh, Breach is that? Yes, that's on it. That's okay. one in Echo. I don't think so. I got the. I'm not sure if I've got the first album. No. But first, yeah, that second album is dynamite. The man. first one, the first one's like 18 songs long, man. Like yeah. I, I look back on it now, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, like we, yeah. that was a long album. Yeah. yeah, it won best album at the Music Awards and all that too. Right. Yeah, it was good. It was out of the two, it was better. It was more successful, I guess. Okay. It was more more received, I think. But yeah, there's so many tight tunes on that uh, on uh, long streets. Is it wide streets? Wide yeah. streets. Yeah, we were doing more rock and roll, like. I, I was, I thought it was gonna go full band rock f- for that one, mm-hmm. and then it just stayed with the acoustic vibe. It never went away. Mm-hmm. So with this one, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do that again." Yeah, cool. That yeah, I was. So, I'm always surprised when you say, "Oh yeah, that's uh, uh, who's playing guitar on Breach." Oh, Standish. Yeah, <laughs> but he, I just assumed it was you. I'm like, dude. No, that's wow. him. That's him, man. Like I, I did a bunch of takes for it. Like there's so there's me doing solos on it too. But mm-hmm. I love working with him. He's one of my best buddies too, and we work well together. We always have so. And he's uh, like a mentor to a lot of musicians out there as well. Eh? He's like uh, playing backing tracks and always coaching in the background, a little bit of engineering and whatnot. He he sat in with uh, Josh Mills, and he was really like a producer. Like oh, a I producer think yeah, I remember him. T- I remember him telling me about that. Yeah, playing piano, and he was kind of. Like working as a producer, almost on the floor. It was—he's uh, got a great knowledge. Oh, he, well, he's by far one of the most talented musicians yeah. I've ever met, ever in my life. Like yeah. he's, yeah, mad respect for him. We have, yeah, we have a lot of respect for each other. I remember when we met; it was funny. Like <clears throat> it was—we've been friends for years. Like, and we've been in bands together since and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was funny. It was kind of like uh, I went to one of his parties. I didn't even know who he was. Oh really? Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, uh, you know, how he is a eh? like <laughs> he's he was, so laid back, he's like just chill, but like yeah. wizardly wise yeah. and shit." He's <laughs> like, he was like, "It's funny to think back on it now," but he was like, uh, "Hey, you over there?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo," and he's like, "I hear you uh, played Green Day and stuff, blah blah blah," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah," he goes, "Play me the whole Dookie album front to back right now." He goes, "I'm like, what?" <laughs> Really? He's like, right now, I want to hear it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I mean, I could, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't know. No, but um, yeah, he played on that record. He played on the first record, too, that I have. Played bass on it. Did he? Yep, and he's going to do some stuff on this one. I mean, the way it's going, I might have to retract the whole thing within a couple days, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be the new album's going to be out in October. All one, original stuff. You one get any way covers on it. Well, the album's called "Lovers Under Covers," and oh, yeah. So there's it's mostly originals, like seventy percent original, and then there's a few covers thrown in there. Nice. Yep. What are you covering? I cover. Uh, there's a couple of hip. I think there's one hip cover that I I recorded mm-hmm. on there. Um, there's a Saint Vincent song I did. Um, Saint Vincent's wicked. Do you know who Saint Vincent is? No. She's um wicked songwriter, guitar player. Okay. From uh she's I think she's from Texas, but out of based out of like New York. Okay. She, rock and roller, man. Like yeah. really good. Wicked mm. vocalist, guitar player, musician, nice. songwriter, yeah. So one of her tunes and then um I did a we covered an Eagles of Death Metal song too. Okay. Yeah. How about uh, guests? Who you got coming on? On the album? Yeah. Who's playing? Right, as of right now. 
I think Standish will end up on there. Okay. And then Jeffro played a guitar solo on the cover of uh, the Eagles of Death Metal song we did, I Love You All the Time. He okay. did the guitar solo on there, but that's right. it. Okay. I did everything else. So he's a musician, the guy that owns the bar. Jeffro. Yeah. I've oh, never yeah. met the guy. And you I never hear met he's him? got the greatest barbecue going down there. Like, he's got really good food, eh? Oh, it's amazing, man. Yeah, I never... You, uh... you never met him, eh? No. Yeah, he's one of my best pals, man. Yeah, he's great food. Yeah. Awesome food, man. Buller's working on a place down there, the old Capital Q, I think. He's turned it into a, a, like a, a venue and an art space. And What's whatnot. a Capital Q? What one's that? I can't remember. Where is that? I don't know. It's right on Queen. Yeah? Yeah. Capital Q. Yeah, I can't remember what I don't know what it was before, but I know that MJ's been working on the place for a while, again, getting it uh, set up, and uh, I don't know when he's going to be open. But uh, you know where Jeffro's Jeff? Well, yeah. you know where Jeffro's is? Yeah, it's just down from the Seneca on the same side, isn't it? Yep, on yeah. the corner across from Grand Central. Right, right. But they're moving to the you know Mirror Four Triple Five. Oh, okay. With yeah. the big stage, and right, right. That's going to be the new Jeffro's, man. It's like oh, official, okay. yeah, yeah. So within the yeah, next... I think Capital Q is the one. Uh, it's right across from City Hall, I think, isn't it there? Yes. Yeah, they were. Uh, um, they used to do my stage Mondays there. Oh yeah, Burger and those guys. Yeah, that's that the was Capital fun. Q. Yeah, it's how's nice Burger? Have you seen Burger? How is he? Well, he's, he's kind of fallen off the map. You know, he got married and he's got a little baby and whatnot. I think it. Uh, I think Winnie Winifred is her name. I think she's like almost a year old now. So yeah. He's been doing the dad thing a lot. Last time I saw him, he was sitting in Jeffro's having like a dinner with his wife and kid, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um, someone recently showed he me. He put the, a new uh, album out this year. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the Heart, I think it's called. Yeah. Come on. And then he, uh, yeah, he did a uh, CD release party. Uh, Oscar Anderson opened up. Man, that guy's Wicked talent, man! Filthy, filthy talent. Sing like it, just unbelievable. Yeah, Oscar Anderson opened up, and he had uh, Daniela playing violin, and Come on. MJ on uh, on drums. And, Daniela, uh, what's her last name? Oh, I can't remember now. Because I think Lipinski's on it too. This is the old album, but I think she was on it. Marconi. No, yeah, I don't Danielle Marconi. She plays the violins. Laurel Menace, she's on it as yeah, well. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Wow, eh? when she plays with the Hammer Brothers, I saw him at I saw him at Grape and Wine a couple years ago. I'm like what? The she was fuck? in the, what, what was their band called? Uh, the uh, Minuscule. Minuscule, I think, is a band's name. Uh, she had another band too, I think. Yeah, she's had. A, she's she plays like the little guitar. Yeah, mandolin. Yeah, or ukulele. Even. Isn't I'm it? Not ukulele? Sure. I thought it was a little electric. No, it's not. I couldn't, I couldn't even tell Man, you. I saw her play at, um, what was it? I think it was Livestock last year or something like that. Mm -hmm. at In the Taps parking lot, man. She played a tune, and I it literally made me cry. Like, I was watching her, and I, was, I couldn't help it. It was mm. so good. Yeah, it's weird how music does that, and it comes out of nowhere. Anthony, uh, Anthony Sweet, same thing. I don't... Like, he played that gig that you, and thank you very much. You've been so generous coming on the show and do my green party launches. And I mean, oh, yeah. we go back, it's pretty cool. And you've been very uh, supportive that way. And the same show that you come out to do at Sessions on the River, Anthony Sweet and the Sweet Experience came out with the sliding trombone and the guy yeah. on bass is great. The drummer's great. The band is just fat, just really fat sound. And uh, there's a song called Get uh, Getaway. And. When Chris Curry gave me the tracks so I could post it up on my channel, 
I was watching. I got into the second song, and I out of nowhere, I filled up with tears. Yeah, I'm like, this is so fucking beautiful. Yeah. I watched it live; it didn't do anything to me, but yeah, I was just in that space, and I felt this this just welling up yeah. of emotion. I'm like, what the fuck's this, man? Yeah, where is this coming it's from? So beautiful. Yeah, He's cool just such happens. a nice boy, like a yeah. really nice man. You know what I mean? And. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's weird when it, it just grabs you. Like I'm, I'm not that emotional. I don't cry that much, but yeah. when music grabs you. It's, it's kind of cool. Eh? This helps. <laughs> but uh, no, oh, I'll never I cry that. when I get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cry and laugh at the same time when I drink. I don't know why. <laughs> no, um, uh, no, I remember seeing that and being like, wow. She and I messaged her. I said, listen, I, I've, we've met briefly a couple times, but that show, I don't know, it was amazing. You are great mm-hmm. last night, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because she was, that was like a year or two ago. But yeah. it, I, I remember that, like yeah. seeing her play. It was like an evening. It was just like the perfect time of night and everything. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, it blew my mind. It was just one of those moments, you know. Mm-hmm. She's good, man, that Laurel. You know? Yeah, there's so many talented musicians. I get, I, uh, it's funny how you say I messaged her back and said, uh, Katie Gatta, the same thing. When mm-hmm. she last time she played at Taps, just acoustic by herself. And I messaged her after. I'm like, you, you got the. You, she is the complete package. Yeah, man. James. She knows how to work the crowd. She she's a great singer, songwriter, guitarist. Like just. I think she helped just, James out a couple times too, James. My yeah, and she, you know that's the nice thing about the Niagara music scene is it seems like uh, they're still very supportive of each other. They go out to see each other's gigs. Yeah, you know, and there was a time where that wasn't really happening so much, but. Uh, it's nice to see the collab uh, collaboration too, and you know, crossing over and guesting on each other's albums and helping yeah. out songwriting. I was sitting with Carl David at uh, Scotty's place. He came home. He's at Berkeley studying for his Master's of Divinity. Is he? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, he's been away for a couple of years. He's in California, so uh, he came over, and uh, we're sitting by the fire. And he broke out a tune, and it sounded so familiar. I'm like, whose song was that? And he goes, oh, actually, that's that's my song. Yeah. I go, your song? Because it was like I'm thinking, well, who is this? Green Day? Is, oh, oh, like, who is it, you know? Well, it was a song that he had written that Road Waves did, Pretty Little Feline. Well, I know it because I, you know, I know the Lighthouse tr- tracks inside. Yeah, and you out. like that album? Eh? Oh, great album! Yeah, and uh, pretty little. F- and then he was playing acoustically, so I couldn't, I couldn't put it in its place. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow! And cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, he put out a new uh, new album too. I talked to him. Uh, I couldn't get him on the show while he was in town, but uh, I talked to him by phone the other day and uh, played a couple tracks. Off his new album, so, so he's, he's in. He's studying at Berkeley. Yeah, really. Eh? Yeah, wow. theology. What is he doing? Theology. The really? Masters of Divinity is what he ends up with what when he's hell? done. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and that's why I kind of <laughs> asked him, like, "What do you like?" I don't know what. I don't think he wants to be a preacher or anything like that. But he he wants to use it for his his life purpose. You know what I mean? And he was talking about working the streets of uh, San Francisco and just how open the drug abuses like intravenous drug use like just right yeah. out in the open everywhere there, california's um, a mess i guess right now with the opioids. well i don't know is it just like i mean i wouldn't say <clears throat> i wouldn't say just california is a mess i mean well it's, opiates are getting if you want to go that route i mean yeah. i feel like opiates are just getting just slid across the table prescription wise to people mm-hmm. that like someone's making money off that, right? Yeah. When you get a prescription of that shit. So. San Francisco seems to be having a, a hard time, like tent cities and a lot of it in LA. Well, but, uh, when I was there, I was there in December and uh, late, like I was there over New Year's and stuff. But I, 
I um, only spent a day in San Francisco. I was more in Los Angeles mm-hmm. the, the time, the rest of the time. And I, I loved it there. I mean, I know there's that area of L.A. that's like really, really well, bad, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I didn't see much just walking around where I was. Mm-hmm. But it's there. You can see it, obviously. But then when you go to San Francisco, I, I saw a lot of it there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a lot of people on the streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've never been there before. So it's kind of just like, well, you know, it is what it is. I mean, what are you going to do? But yeah, I saw it was definitely, I noticed it more in San Francisco than I did in LA. You know, Chappelle's new special is outrageous yeah, on I Netflix. Thought, yeah. And he's like, you know, and he put it in perspective because you kind of know these things. But until somebody says it, he, he talked about, well, crack was for the black people. Right. And now you guys know what's going on with the opiates. And I don't feel sorry for you. I think he said too. Yeah. You know what I mean? like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, what? great that's show. A crazy. That's a, that was a crazy thing that happened down in LA. I just watched a documentary on the LA riots in 92. I think it was 92. Mm-hmm. Man, that's fucking wild. What happened down there? Mm-hmm. It was like war zone, man. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking military was on the streets, like rolling up and down, like, mm. They were burning the city down, man. It was wild. Yeah. Did you ever see that? No, I haven't seen the special. It's on uh, Netflix, yeah. yeah LA 92 is called. It's I'll crazy. check it out. It's yeah. just like this crazy buildup that happened with that Rodney King thing and mm-hmm. with, the, with the LAPD and stuff. Like, wow. Like, I couldn't yeah. imagine. Yeah, it's too bad because it's really given its tardy. Like, that was so long ago. And, you know, I my take is, like, the police brutality and the racism, yeah, it exists, but it's not like... It's not like everyday common stuff. When it happens, it's horrible and mm-hmm. it should be condemned. But you mm-hmm. know, now the politics in the, on the left in the states—that's all they say. Everything's racist. Everything's police. Well, come on, police. The, for the most part, the cops are good people, man. They do their job. Yeah, you got one bad guy it's here. It's just like there. everything, I think. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. not like it's a whole. And now with social media, it just gets exposed so quick, so fast, right? So, but uh, the yeah. last time you heard someone say, oh, "I need a camera for this." everyone's got one right and they just whip it out and it's uh it's crazy you don't miss anything now yeah and people i find people like to post negative shit when it comes to stuff like that as opposed to like you know when the cops go into a house and like save people and shit you know Mm, like no no one's no one's filming that and going like look at this hero or whatever yeah if it bleeds it leads for sure and you know what and we've done such a great job in so many fronts i think the un what was it in, in in 2000 they said they wanted to half world poverty by 2017 or something like that and by 2015 it was accomplished so right. yay capitalism we've li- we're lifting people out of poverty at an unbelievable rate right now but you know there's uh many that will and i'm the same way on social media all mine's pretty much anger and politics and just right. plain straight hate i'm not uh focused on I the things to, that make you feel so great i try to stay so, away from that yeah yeah i try to stay away from that shit the negative stuff i mean yeah. i don't like I don't like, I mean, that's kind of like your thing though. I mean, you do news stuff and I'm politics. You can, exactly. Yeah. You got to talk about all that yeah, stuff. Me, me like yeah. I play music and like, well, I'm not going to say, you know, I saw this asshole on the street today and he pissed me off. Like, yeah, I just, you know, complain to my friends about that. They've heard enough of that. But, yeah. Um, with the cop thing though, no, I have like friends that are police officers and stuff. Then they've done some crazy, courageous shit, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's just like anything I think. But yeah. I recommend that documentary, man. It's yeah, I'll check it out. L.A. 92, yeah. All right. Have you ever been out. down there? Yeah, I've been, I love uh, there. not to San Francisco. I've been to L.A. I love it. Vegas. Uh, we drove to Vegas, actually. So I couldn't believe how freezing cold it was driving across that desert. Yeah, it gets at cold night. at night. Yeah. Yeah. I love and, it there, man. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm not a big Vegas uh, guy, but no, or did the, uh, my brother was in, uh, where was he? Where's Muscle Beach? Venice. And he was working at a high-end steak club in Brentwood. And uh, once in a while, like Sally, he waited on Sally Field, and you know, a couple hot shots came in. He worked for a Canadian girl actually that ran a French Canadian. Uh, I can't remember what it was called now. A French Canadian high-end restaurant down there, and then he worked at Primetime Steaks, and it's the yeah. coolest thing. Well, I got off the plane, and I rolled into Primetime Steaks, and you know, I think in the industry they, they used to call it a squirrel or whatever. It's the uh, it's the terminal where you punch all your orders in. It's yep. kind of like Grand Central for all the. For the, all the waiters or the servers, right? And you've got you got the gay guy who, whose nickname was Cream Puff. You got Jersey, who came from Jersey. You got the black guy who they got a really cool racist name for. Are like you serious? Hardcore carving, twenty four seven. There was nothing but just straight carves. Really? All, of course, all the all the kitchen staffs were Mexican, right. and so my, my brother got to learn all the Mexican swear words you could handle because that's what they call they called it right. pinche yeah. puto, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> And it was just so cool to see the interaction because no one's actually from California. And in that industry, it was like Hawkeye was, you know, he was from wherever Hawkeye was from or whatever, you know. And uh, just to see the interaction of it. And uh, ISIS was from Hawaii. And it was just every every race was represented, but there was no grace. There was no room. It was just straight carving the whole time. Comedy. And I remember hanging out at that place, going, "Wow, mm-hmm. this is funny, man!" Because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't used to it. You know what I mean? But I just love, yeah. I just love the vibe and energy there. Like, I know that sounds like cliche or whatever, but I've always, <clears throat> I've always wanted to go there and just hang around and play there and stuff. And when I went there, I was like, "Man, this place is great. I love it yeah. there, man." California. What'd you go down for? Just a vacation? I got. I have some friends down there. I went down. Yeah, I went down just to hang out and you play it all. I went and played. I went and played down. Um, I got to just sing up uh, backup vocals for Eagles of Death Metal on New Year's Eve at, in Santa Cruz. Oh yeah. That I went down there to hang out with my. I'm buddies with a couple of guys from that band and a couple uh-huh. other guys and stuff. So, you've been pulled up on stage lately. Just like out of the crowd. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool, eh? Well, that's where did you get pulled up? That's happened a few times. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, I was you younger, had to sign. What's that? Well, you had to sign for somebody, and they pulled you up. Well, when I was really when I was younger, when I was like eighteen or so, that happened with Green Day. Then that happened a few times with them. Oh and then, yeah, uh, and then Deftones, and then Deftones, maybe that. Yeah, one. and then that's pretty well it. But yeah, that's yeah, fun. Yeah, you've seen a lot of shows too, eh? Oh yeah, I always go to shows. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Who who are you listening to these days? Like that's new and out of the blue, like not your old regulars. Um, I well. What do you mean, like new, like bands that I haven't li- like? Yeah, somebody's grabbed your attention that's out of the blue. That's kind of like not your normal. You know who I've been listening a lot to is, um, and I told like I had their first two albums. I've been listening to Slipknot like crazy. Really? Yeah. Like, and I remember when their first album came out. I was it was like ninety eight, I think, or something like that, okay. or ninety nine. And I remember my drummer, still my drummer to this day, when we were like it. We were super young. He's like, you got to listen to this. Who's that? Your drummer? Andrew Kiriaku. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've been in a band together since grade eight. And uh, he was like, you got to listen to this album. It was the first Slipknot album. And super heavy and angry, eh? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. holy. It's kind of a lot to take in. Yeah. But uh, I remember listening to those albums, and then I just didn't listen to them forever. Right. And then my gal's brother is, like, huge into them. And he's like, 
man, Slipknot, Slipknot, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm like, how many albums do they have? He's like, you know, 25, right? <laughs> or whatever. No, it's like six or seven or whatever. He's like, but he just started playing. And I'm like, whoa, they're great, man. Like, they're yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Awesome. Wicked songwriter. Yeah. Man. You got to have a place to put your hate and rage. And the music is a great place to unload it, eh? It's- I mean, I can't imagine being able to play it and get it out. I don't know if that's an avenue for you. But, like, I remember some breakups back in the day when I was a teenager. Well, like, I just that. I just go straight into the... Who Who is that? Uh, they're from Texas and they're just like... Uh, Pantera? No, it's uh, Typo Negative. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever heard of those guys? Oh, yeah. They're so deep and filthy and just angry and ugh. The thing that I think about, too, when I listen to that stuff is, like, this guy's writing that shit. Like, that's coming from, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's He's like, done oh. the angriest version of Summer Breeze I've ever heard. It's just, it's just so dark. Like, yeah. it's hard to take in. Like, I feel, I don't know. I got to shake it off after listening to him for a bit because it's just so like, I walk out of my car and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> you start talking like this. <laughs> and then, I am like, you. Yeah. But I, it's weird because I, I, I fluctuate huge with, with what yeah, I'm listening to. You know, like, I, I listen to that and then I'll put on like the new Tom York solo record, which is great. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. Where's he at? Tom York yeah. from Radiohead. Oh, Radiohead. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, man. His new yeah, you're a huge great. Radiohead fan, eh? Love him, yeah. yeah. And all of his solo stuff, I love. It's just, but this one's like really, really like, he really went more electronic based, but this one's like just straight electronic. Yeah. Pretty much. I'll look some of it up, but you know, there's nothing better than giving the the gift of music. And that's why I love dropping like his, your CD uh, for a long time there. Yeah. I was dropping your CD. Like, I, I, that's, I had to get another one for first. Remember, you gave yeah. me the second one? Mm-hmm. First one I wore out and then uh, left it somewhere, like yeah. at someone's house, right? I'm yeah. Like, oh, I got to get another copy of that CD. And then mm-hmm. for them to call you later and go, Who's this Anthony Botting guy? Like, Book for Water, who's this guy? That's nice. Yeah, yeah it's the best. And so I was sitting. Uh, with MJ at Scotty's house again around the fire out in the back 40 he's got to play something in the country and uh, well, I was just had my phone and for whatever reason I put on the pros and cons of hitchhiking Roger well, I mean he, Floyd, yeah. Floyd's my band it's Floyd yeah. Depeche Mode they're kind of up there still I can still listen to all their stuff today I don't listen to the old we put classic rock on here when we got company by, by, by the pool and whatever the classic rock I'm like come I just get so bored of it I'm more of the alternative the new stuff adult alternative anyways for whatever reason floyd's one of the bands i can listen to love like floyd. any of it and especially roger water solo stuff and yeah. that's the one where clapped and play guitar yeah and it's just a time it's I like 605 a.m yeah. and it goes to yeah. eight o'clock in the morning it's just like a, yeah a theme anyways and he had dropped some sort of chemical or something and he what is your drink? No, he. We were just tripping by the fire. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I got there late. They were kind of already. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, and he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna cry. I, this is uh, like it just hit a him, few man. notes in." Yeah, he's just like, "What? What? What?" He says, "I can't even believe." And that that album's like 20, 25 years old or something like that. It's pretty old. He's still going too, eh? Yeah, and he's just so political. It's unbelievable. Big but, time. And you know what? I love the. I was just watching uh, on Cody the other day. I was watching um, David Gilmore's solo album. Uh, solo. I can't remember. A Night with David Gilmore or something like that. I love David Gilmore too. I love, I them, love them when they're together. Ooh. But when you see, you I know, know, when you see Gilmore's version of Floyd and Roger Waters' version of Floyd, you realize 
Floyd's Roger Waters, like for me, anyways. You know what I mean? That's that's up for debate. Even I mean, when they had Nick Mason, Rick Wright, and David Gilmore, yeah, the shows were all right, but it just wasn't. You see, like you see Roger Waters, the Wall, and you're like, okay, this is Floyd, man. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean, but I mean, Gilmore's voice is one of the mm-hmm. nicest voices. Oh, and his guitar, like coming. I mean. It's hard to say who Floyd is to me because yeah. well the guitar is such a it's such a staple in the Floyd. I feel, I feel like he has like Gilmore has like the smooth kind of like mm-hmm. what beautiful side to Floyd and then there's Waters with kind of like the grittier kind of yeah. like dark end, you know. It's, yeah. it's just like Lennon and like McCartney's kind of yeah, balance. Maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, they had quite the quite the thing going in and talking about this, you know, I listened to Bell 5 digital music right and we were listening the other day and uh uh, I'm like, classic rock sucks. Murder comes on. Yeah. David Gilmore murder. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> they played a good tune. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen Waters play? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw wall. The Wall. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, I didn't see Floyd with Waters. I've seen Waters a couple times. Or, no, maybe just once with The Wall. I can't remember now. I and then I saw Floyd a couple times without Well, we... That year that they did uh, three shows at the CNE, they did it right around my 21st birthday. It was like the, the 20th, the 21st, and the 23rd. Well, my birthday was on the 22nd of September. It was CNE, and there there's 60,000 people each in that place. That's the one where they brought the bed down on the stage and blew it up, and the plane came, the pig came out. Yeah, like, I was there. Uh, I was at one of those. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, at the Skydome. Uh, really? No, uh, CNE. I was at the Skydome one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah CNE was, well... I was, tw- I think it was turning twenty one that oh, year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wild. Yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing, <laughs> amazing. Love that um, shit, man. I saw Gilmore play too, um, with Richard Wright, the Massey at- Hall or something. Yeah, yeah. What Were a you at show! That? I didn't go. I don't think. I'm having a hard time remembering all the shows. Oh, I've I was seen. there, man. That was but crazy. That's a nice theater to see someone in, man. And you know what? I'm more. I can't get into these. Uh, you know. My buddy was opened a bar in Niagara Falls, and he had uh, swollen members come in. And you know, I, I, I'm a huge fan or whatever. But that's when I was at the radio station, and I found uh, there was Dallas Green tickets. There was four of them. I'm like, well, I'm. I grabbed them, right? Yeah. So th- they always put them on the kitchen table in the green room. Well, you remember the the kitchen at the yeah. at six ten. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, I can't turn the Dallas Green. Where was he like, playing? He was playing at uh, the arena, the new one, Air Canada Center, ACC. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I called my buddy, Leo, and he got his girlfriend, and his girlfriend got his, her girlfriend mm-hmm. to come. We met at Capola's, and we drove out there. And as soon as I sat, and there were nosebleeds or at the back. Yeah. Not that you just want to be there. I mean, you can dance in the aisles, do whatever you want, right? And But as soon as I sat down, I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. What do you mean? The big stadium with the guy that's this big. He's so far away. And yeah. then I'm thinking in my mind, I could be over watching Swollen Members, watch Soundcheck, meet the band, hang out with them, watch the show, and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. I'd yeah. rather see you play here yeah. or a Jeff Rose or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. than go see, you know, you open Those leaders? Yeah. It's just the, the stadium shows I'm not. I like these these. I remember uh, Burger Blake and Gould did a did a gig at uh, Yoga by Sarah one time. There was 35, 40 people. Mm-hmm. They passed the hat around, made more money than they've ever made playing at any bar ever, and everyone was just sitting there like this. Into it. Super quiet. Yeah. You know, you're not playing behind a bunch of drunks. Blah, 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 blah. Right. It's a totally different vibe. And 
Well, I don't know. The big shows for me now, I'm just like, nah, I'm not. I like I, the intimate stuff. I mean, it's all, yeah. I mean, with big uh, arenas like that, I'd re- I don't. I would rather not sit high up or anything. You got to get close to yeah. enjoy it. But uh, for me personally, I think I'd rather see Dallas play and sit in the 300s and see swollen members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking Dallas about general admission, I didn't know they did general admission on the floor anymore, but my buddy called me. He had Tool tickets. I'm like, Tool? He says, Jimmy, you want to go see Tool? Like, right now. I'm like, sure. Yeah. And it was GA on the floor. Yeah. And that, I've never heard bass that thick. Yeah. It was just pounding. It was amazing. Great band, you man. Get a new album? No, I haven't. I heard, the, years. I heard the track off it. Yeah, is that how long they took to put it out? What was the deal years. with that? 13 years. Um, But they toured, like, they've. I've seen them so many times. They're but, back uh, on tour, too, right? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm seeing them in Toronto and then in LA, too. Yeah, Staples Center. But uh, they're, yeah, 13 years between albums. Crazy long time, right? Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's insane. I think there was, like, a, they, from what I understand, there was some kind of court battle over uh, hard work or some shit. They had a legal issue? I think so, but they toured the whole time. It's not like they've been gone. Right. But uh, new music, man, 13 years, and it's it's complex as hell, man. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> each tune is 10 minutes plus. Like, there's nothing under 10 minutes on there. Like, mm-hmm. What's the new song called? We put it on the other day, and it Fear, nice. Fear and Oculum, it's called, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. The album's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. 15 minutes is the 15 minutes is the last song man it's and that's almost you got to drop something psychedelic for that show i mean well, I, don't, I don't know if i do that yeah. but, but everyone says that i mean that's the tool thing i think is to, to be you know, to be trip mm-hmm. be tripping on mushrooms or acid or something like that i just wouldn't want to flip out and run away <laughs> I, mean, that's <laughs> I have to go sit in the car <laughs> yeah like, i gotta get out of here I like yeah you're not picking the psychedelics anyway well i mean no <laughs> I mean, no not at all <laughs> Um, I mean, I dabbled a little bit, but oh man, we used to win our kids hard, and I just, you know, I, I remember I came home about five, uh, ten years ago now, and I was, uh, we were living. Uh, my brother was, he was laying in bed. I come in, I'm like, he's like, uh, hey, come here, I want to tell you something. I'm like, what? He says, I dropped acid last night. I said, fuck <laughs> off, you did? He goes, yeah. I go, how was it? He goes just like high school i'm like fuck off i want to do it now because oh, no. like, so, i've never done it as a like and as an adult we did it all through high school so did you do it as an adult yeah i did it uh i don't know if it's last year or two years ago on new year's i did a half hit with a buddy of mine and uh my face is sore from smiling my stomach was sore the next day just, oh just just a and you know a half hit is not like you don't see the the shapes and the hallucinations. And no. I never really, I never do enough. Like, I only, yeah, I, even in high school, I wasn't the guy that did two hits or three hits or whatever and right. got all fucked up. One would get me fucked up for eight hours. And I, you know, but it was, uh, you know, I'm not sorry I did it. Uh, we be? we did it a little bit often there because, uh, but it certainly, like, I know when they're talking about when you do mushrooms or something, it opens that gateway to that, that, that level that you, you don't know exists. You know, Does. like it's just a, another uh, what do they call it? Not a plane, but a. Uh, anyway, it's. Uh, it's I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, it opens your mind. To, like you think thoughts that you couldn't, you could never experience things and see right. things that you could never. So yeah, yeah it was. That's interesting. But eh? I said uh, a long time ago, uh, many decades, a couple decades ago, anyways. No more new drugs. 
I'm just sticking. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can manage the yeah. ones that I got already. I abuse some of them sometimes more than I should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when, when I was out in L.A., they wanted me to get to try ecstasy. I'm like, I almost, but, but the, the opportunity didn't present itself all that uh, clearly. So, yeah. But that's the that's the one one I'm uh, the one drug I'm curious a little bit about is the ecstasy, but I've never dropped it. I I had that same um, like th- like theory when I turned thirty. I was like, I'm not gonna try anything new because <laughs> I feel like trying a new drug past thirty isn't a step forward in life. <laughs> like, yeah, I've, you know, let's try you know whatever. Like, let's try I think the MDMA. I think it's a move backwards. Like if. Yeah, let's let's look for new addictions. Like, yeah, no, exactly. Like, no Something else you. to abuse. I got a pro- enough problem yeah. with the booze. Like, no, like, no, no, thanks. Uh, the one that does interest me is the ayahuasca. Yep. Or the DMT. I don't know if they're similar or whatnot. I know ayahuasca is like a trip that you should do with a shaman down in South America. I know somebody do that. But the DMT apparently, I didn't know this, but it's like a fifteen-minute high. I didn't know. I thought you yeah, drop it. I heard you're like gone. You go see God. You that's see the fun. universe, you see the creation, you see, like, you, like, uh, that's, like, well, Rogan like, talks about it so much, and he's got me curious about does? Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's big oh, yeah, on yeah, DMT. Yeah. And it's made from grass, basically, I guess. I don't know, but. Apparently, he hasn't done, like, Rogan hasn't, like, I saw an interview, he's like, I've never done cocaine, I've never nope. done this. Yeah, nope. he just. Just smokes like, weed like a madman. He drinks, he likes his yeah. cigars, and he likes yeah. his DMT, but, uh, no, he's never done blow. Never. Right. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, it's a nasty drug, and plus it's not even blow anymore. It's all fucking speed. I've never done it. Yeah, no, it's no. nothing to miss there. It's a waste of time. But um, yeah, man, new tool album. Get listen to it. It's awesome. Yeah, I heard the the one tune. So you seen them in L.A. Eh? Staples Center. Yeah. When when do they play there? Twenty first, and the twenty. They're doing they're like they're going on a big tour. They're doing two shows in each town. Oh, are they? Yeah. So they're doing two in Toronto, and then I'm gonna get catch one of those, and then. One that they're doing two in LA, but I'm catching one of them. So. Floor seats? No, I'm on the like on the bowl, like yeah. But they're yeah, they was, sold out quick. I was surprised to see general admission on the floor for any show, and I I love it, like because the, the floor's half full. Everyone's pushed to the front. Yeah, like uh, the the back, back the is the back's wide open. Yeah, you could, that's, that's where I, I usually hang yeah. out. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, that's the best. Spot. I mean, but it was there was no one around the sound booth because everyone was pushed up to the stage. They yeah, were why? like, why would you? Chest to shoulder, shoulder, chest no, to thanks. chest. Yeah, not doing that anymore. I used no, to do that right? all the time. <laughs> yeah. Front hey, row. when I think of somebody front row and uh, general admission, I think of Anthony Botting. But, I used to uh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah, right up there. Now it's just sound booth. I'm on the floor for like Tom York's playing the ACC coming up soon. It's gonna be good. I'm just gonna chill by the sound booth though. Yeah, it's gonna be a dance party, I think. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna play a gig? Uh, play a tune? Sure. What do you got? What are you gonna play? Sure. What do you wanna tell us what it's all about first? I'll play a new one, I guess. Yeah. Kind of chill. Right. I wrote uh Yeah, this song I wrote. Uh, not right after, but a little bit after. Gordy from the hip pass away. Um, yeah, it's it's on the new album. Uh, it's called King of Hearts, King of Hearts, and um, yeah, I wrote it about him. I mean, it just came out one day, just writing songs. One of the just one of those things, yeah. Because we did all those hip shows, and then after that, I just wrote it. It just kind of just it was one of those songs. 
yeah, it just fell out. I was like, what's this about? And then I thought about it, and it was definitely about him, so.
Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a new one. That's one of the new ones. King of Hearts. King of Hearts is going to be on the new album. Yes, sir. <laughs> you going to have physical copies? You just go on all digital distribution. I don't know yet. I think we might do... Um, we're talking about vinyl. Yeah, wow. vinyl's great, man. We'll I'm see. So pumped to get my turntable back, but now I need a preamp. I think for the turntable because my amp's got to work so hard to get the volume up. I don't know. There's not enough millivolt output. For oh the, yeah. Well, I, I've got a like the Kyocera, the the amp that I'm using. It's 30 years old too, so it should be compatible. But the new amps, one, don't have a phono input on them mostly, unless you buy a you know a good one. And uh, yeah, somebody told me the other day, it's, no, you need a preamp. You need to you need to boost the signal before it goes into the end. Yeah, and just kind of like these mics, like that, that, I'm just using an iRig, and it's kind of you know, uh, it does the job and it makes it sound better than it would just off the phone. The phones actually record pretty good, eh? Yeah, for audio. Mm -hmm. But I wanted something that sounded better for talking, right? So these guys just go through the uh, the iRig there, but um, I think that they kind of should use a preamp as well to get the boost up because they're cranked so high. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it serves a purpose anyways. That's cool. Yeah, I love the vinyls, man. Yeah. I just think this I think so it, I think the new album will sound good on vinyl. I don't know. We'll see what happens though. How many tracks you can have on that bad boy? I think there's 11, 11 nice. or 12, something mm -hmm. like that, but uh it's going to be released like digitally right immediately when it's done. Like, yeah, good. Just when, to get it out there. What are you thinking? I'm hoping end of October it's Oh, good. Out. Yeah. How many tracks again? Or, I think there's 11. Good. Usually 11. That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah, I brought out the um, Book for Wanderer CD. And, like, well, you know what it's like. I always I always talk. I use your your album especially and uh, Aaron Berger's Two Color and Lights. Just such a solid album. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a relationship, right? You get with a new girl. You see her all the time. You fuck all the time. And you hold, <laughs> just boop, 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 boop. And then it, it just kind of, then it mellows, right? Yeah. And then, well, not like you want to do it. Well, I know. But you put her on the shelf. Like the disc comes out of the car. Like for like yours and burgers as an example. Six months, maybe three, four, five, six months. Like steady. That's all I want to listen to. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. I'm tired of this. Yeah. We'll and, then, anything, yeah. and then a year later, a year and a half, two years later, you're bringing it all. You're like, oh, my God. I forgot how great this was, yeah. man. That's good. And then. It's cool the the trend like okay uh, for Aaron Berger's album Color and Light like song uh, three is in St Catharines so yeah. when I first heard it I looked down at my deck and it says like I hear did you say St Catharines mm -hmm. like what the fuck yeah. somebody wrote a song and put my hometown's name in it like he was well, when I knew him he was living in Niagara Falls yeah but we so, grew up then, everywhere I and mean. I looked down at my deck it says Aaron Berger in St. Catherine well, the song's called in St. Catherine <laughs> so every time I would play his album I'd start on track three yeah so Calgary's the first track well, I never heard it for six months because I had to get to a place where I wasn't playing the first you know three four five six and seven and then just letting it play through. Yeah. And then, so very rarely would I start on track one. Breach was one mm -hmm. I didn't get to. 
until I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then it's album, yeah. just so high energy. It's just yeah. filthy. It's pretty rocking. That's like my Friday night tune, man. When yeah, I'm getting, one? well, I've got a few of them, but Breach is one that uh, cranks me. Like when you're getting re- amped up, you're going out for Friday night, you come yeah. kind of pre-drinking or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Breach is a classic to get revved. That was to. the first song I wrote for that album, actually. Yeah, yeah, and it's like one of the last tunes on yeah. the album. But. Yeah, that's maybe why it took me so long to get around to it. But yeah, it's, I heavy. Bought, it's the heaviest thing on there. I brought the. Uh, the Book for Wonder CD again. It's in my car now, so cool. it's, uh, yeah, I'm looking for the new one though. That'd be great. But uh, yeah, we just gotta mix it and finish it. Mm-hmm. Get cool. my producer's ass in gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> busy. He's still working down at the pack. <clears throat> I think. You know what? I have no idea. My answer to that question is going to be yes, he is. <laughs> I'm sure he's working eight million places. Yeah, and doing eight million things. Yeah. Because that's what it usually is the deal. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, gigs coming up? You playing them much? Nothing really booked, man. I just I just went back to work in Whitby, so oh Pickering, and so where we you played work? all summer long. And were you working the nuclear plant? Yeah, yeah. yeah what do you do exactly? Radiation protection. Yeah, just looking after workers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, we played. You know, we usually play at Grand Central. My band, my cover band, The Cocktails. Right. Yeah, we played a bunch of shows this summer, and it's been fun. Party Who are you band. playing with in The Cocktails? Um, So my buddy, Robbie Jackman. I don't know if you've ever met him. Okay. Um, He plays guitar with me. And then Standish plays with us sometimes when he can. He'll play bass or guitar as well. Uh-huh. Um, My buddy, Brett Fusco, will play bass. Uh-huh. And Andrew Kariaku plays right, drums. drums both we played two shows in the summer and he came down from quebec he was in, he's been chilling in quebec so he came busted all the way down for both gigs awesome yeah. <laughs> crazy but uh yeah it's been, it was fun you know yeah how well, do you like doing that outside of the original stuff um is it is it fun to mess around with the covers yeah yeah it is fun you kind of make them your own rather than try and sound exactly like the, the band yeah, and you know what, man? Like, we've played a shitload of gigs, and we never, we haven't had one band practice. Like, we don't practice. Cover, like, we just show up and jam, and it's... Awesome. Yeah, and it's good. It's tight, too. Like, it's it's fun. It's easier, I feel like, that way, doing mm-hmm. cover tunes mm-hmm. for shows. There's more, like, hard in the originals and stuff, you know? And plus, the, the crowd's more uh, responsive, probably, to the covers, because they know they can tap their feet to it, and they're like, no, what's this? You know? Yeah, it all depends on the situation, though. I mean, if you <clears throat> like, when you get booked for original gigs, and there's, you know, you're on a bill with people playing original music, and there's people there, you know, for that. Those are the best. Mm. But you know, getting hired to play, you know, a spot for a couple hours, like on a patio or at a bar. I mean. You could sneak in an original here and there, but mm-hmm. you want to, you know, you want to rip some like Zeppelin tunes and shit just so people, yeah, go. What's this? Well, you know, you don't want to just like this is my stuff. Listen, because like, they're not like they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They're there to drink and party. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I was just saying to MJ the other day. It's time to. I think it's time to get uh, now that the summer's over. Get another uh, sessions on the river gig flying i love that place man it's got a good vibe someone just asked me to do one of those at the end of october but i can't because i'm going to be gone but Mm -hmm. i just got asked to play there 
Yeah, who? Ryan Lund or somebody? He's uh, doing a lot of stuff lately, it seems like. It was um it was Ashley Standish. Okay. Ashley Davis. Rod's ex. Okay. She went back to her maiden name now? I don't know. Okay. But Davis. She's a friend of mine. They're both friends of mine. I don't yeah. know whether she's going by Davis or Standish anymore, yeah. but uh no, she's she got a new band to, too. Yeah. Yeah. So she asked me to play there, but I can't. Mm. Something's going on there. I don't know what it is, but uh All right. some kind of gig. That's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And uh, it's a good place to lay down some tracks if you've never been in a studio before. You get a copy of your, you know, what you've been playing in your basement, you know, on a couple of these mics type of thing. So, yeah, you just, you just got a brand new board. He drove down to Texas or something, picked up a Nashville or something like that. Oh, picked yeah. Picked up a brand new board. He's all happy about it. So, huh. cool. Yeah, I like it there. Yeah, it's a good feel. And yeah. liquor license doesn't hurt. It's uh, comfortable. It sounds great. Those and, videos are still out on YouTube, too, those sessions on the river that I did yeah. with you. Were you at both of them? Were yeah. you, you were, they were both yours, right? Yeah. Yeah, because one of them, that guy was hosting it. I forget his name. Mm. Flamboyant gentleman. And then there was another one I did after that. Oh, maybe that wasn't mine. But uh, you played acoustic there. One, I know, maybe I maybe haven't done two twice there, but uh, I've had a couple of gigs there. Yeah. I've played there twice. Yeah, we... Uh, one was maybe, for you. Right? Yeah, maybe the second one was for me. But uh, yeah, I... And I think, well, we tried to do like an all-day, all-night thing, right? But uh, it's too long. And that's why I said to MJ, I said, we should have Burger Blake and Gould. we get Road Waves, yeah. get, you know, you know, four or five, yeah. and start at 2 o'clock and yeah. do our sets right until, you know, we can wrap it up early. But uh, yeah. I always try and – I always think that, you know, people like to play their shit and get out, you know what I mean? So yeah. – you come, you get in, you get out. But I like it when they hang around. And the yeah. next thing, you know, Roadways is jumping up on stage with my son, the Hurricane, and then yeah. see, you know, crossing over and uh -huh. getting guests on. It's uh, yeah. it's cool. Love love that. Right and on. it's cool to get all everyone together because lots of times they haven't seen each other in so long. All these musicians are like, oh yeah. So it's even good to get the musicians together so they can see each other. Right? Yeah, but, yeah, uh, that's fun. Yeah, it's a good gig there, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we'll have to catch you when you're uh, at the next gig or come out. And I want to eat at Jeffro's now, man. You got to go. Yeah. It's, it's it's awesome. They're closed on Mondays, but, uh, yep. Get there, man. They got great food. Great bar, too. They just plays wicked tunes in there, too, all day and just chills. And... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Now, you said you wanted to get uh, another song? I don't know. Down? No, you said you had something you wanted recorded. Here? Yeah. You said uh, you, I thought you said you wanted something separately done. Like there's no. a song that you want to do. That's... No, I just oh, whatever okay. you wanted me to do. Like... Okay, because I'm gonna dial the mic back and then uh, yeah, play another one if you want, and then uh, we'll get you out of here. So I think we're yeah. almost into it. Yeah, it's almost one o'clock. So you're on. Thanks for being on time. No problem, man. Musicians. I almost was late. <laughs> I almost didn't come at all. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you were saying you wanted a recording or something. Cover. I might do a cover. One second, I just got to tune this.
Yeah, so I was telling you that uh, my buddy was supposed to come with me. I want because I want him to meet you. We under one night used to come and do your stuff, right? Yeah. So he was busy, but uh, I usually like to bring someone from one of my bands to come jam with me or whatever. But uh, yeah, my buddy was supposed to be here. MIA, no idea where he is, no clue, no clue, not at all. No clue. I'm not gonna call them out by name, but MIA, just like yeah, man, let's make a game plan, let's do it. Nope. Where are you? No clue. Yesterday, nothing. This one's for him. All right, this one, yeah. <laughs> I heard you crying loud All the way across town You've been searching for that someone That is me out of proud Just sit around feeling sorry for yourself Well, don't get lonely now And dry your one and I I'm just roaming for the moment Sings about when yes, it's okay Looks like you've been thinking about ditching me No time to search the world around Cause you know where I'll be found When I come around I just want to do that for him, just right there, that's it That's all Changes made along the way. 
Thanks for rolling. I go blank on my names. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, sure. Next time we do this, let's do it at like 5 p.m. <laughs> okay? Not noon. All right. God. <laughs> it's too early, man. Yeah, really. <laughs> I try and do it when, the, when there's not so much action around the house. Yeah, true enough. I'm driving here. I'm like, shit. I just start singing to warm up my voice. I'm like, <laughs> pull over, throw. Oh up. man, warm up your voice. Just hoarse. Yeah, That's what happens? Yeah. Where were you last night? I was just. I was at Jeff Rose, and then oh, yeah. yeah, I went out for a couple beers after, and then I don't know, man. It's just the schedule, you know. Catches up to you. And you see, you're working afternoons. Yeah. So I work like. My regular schedule is three thirty in the afternoon to one thirty. That's when I get off, and then At night. yeah, oh, and then then I'm day, up. Yeah. You know, when I got like my Before day in the like, morning. Yeah, so when I got off on like Saturday night, Sunday morning at one thirty, I was up until I come home and till dawn. Yeah, I was up until seven, like oh, just chilling, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. and then. Woke up early, like I got up at like, t- I only slept for like three hours, and then I went to Jeff Rose right away in the morning, like at <laughs> one, and then went all the way through, and then woke up at, I set my alarm for, I was like, I gotta get up early, get ready, no, I got up at 11, <laughs> got up at 11, grabbed my guitar, I'm like, shit, are the strings still good enough, oh, threw it in the case, let's go, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put this one on too, Yeah. Yeah, let's get this one up. 
take you on the uh, <laughs> last time you played, you're all hungover too. Was I? Yeah. No way. <laughs> I'm not so. I'm not hungover. I think the last time you were in the bag, actually, when you showed up at sessions, you were reeling. I think probably. That sounds about right. Back then, <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't hungover today. I was just like tired from like the, you know. It's like opposite exhausted. schedules. Opposite schedules, man. Exhausted. I should be okay. sleeping right now. Tell me about this one. I love you all the time. Oh, yeah. It's an Eagles of Death Metal cover. Oh, Eagles of Death yeah. Metal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And who's on it with you? Jeffro? Jeffro plays a guitar solo on it, yeah. Yeah. In Jeffro's. They don't do any ballads, do they? I mean, I not really. 
They're uh, they're a fun rock band. Yeah, yeah. How many times have you seen them? Well, I'm I'm buddies with them. I go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I played with them last time. I was in San, well, in Santa Cruz, but uh, well, I don't even know how many times, man. <laughs> Tons. Yeah. 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 That sounds great. Great guys, man. Where do you know them from? I I met Jesse, the singer, just in Toronto one night. We just kept in touch. Huh? Yeah. When a I, show or something like that. Yeah, and then when I went down to LA last time, I went, just went to his place. You know, hang out, man. He's a great guy. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, good to have friends in the business, man. Especially, it's not even like that, though. To be honest with you, man, it's just just a buddy, just friends. We're friends because we're friends. Like that's mm, yeah. that's how it happened. That's how it started, and yeah, that's the way it, it just is. Just happened to be a musician too. Yeah, we just met and we just got along. Like it's one of those things, you know. Yeah, it just happens. Nicely done, bots. Yeah, man. All right, man. Cool. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Good okay. to see you. Hey, I appreciate your generosity. You've always been generous that way. And, uh, yeah, I'll let you know if we put together another Sessions gig. I mean, like I said, just to ran up by MJ yesterday. Yeah, well, MJ came by yesterday. Fuck. He was supposed to do a show. You guys are smoking <laughs> the reefer. My buddy came over with the dabs. And all like, the dabs. Uh, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't smoke all week. I took all week off. I didn't smoke or drink or anything. And then, uh, well, Saturday I did an interview with this girl from uh, – uh, Pennsylvania. She's a wrestler. She's kind of like a conservative journalist, activist girl. She's like 18, but she's mm-hmm. making some waves on Twitter. I like her. Cool. I saw her on a news program the other day. I'm like, wow, oh, come on a show. And yeah. She's like, oh, come on. Yeah. So I did that. And I'm like, I feel like, you know, after you're done, you want to celebrate. You want to have a drink. You want to smoke. Yeah, I definitely want to go have more drinks now after that <laughs> glass of whiskey. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> So um, yeah. Anyways, we we got. I'm fine. I can I can smoke to the, you know, smoke joints like forever. You know, yeah. I don't ever green out. If you eat right. the stuff, you green out. Yeah, uh, because it hits you in a whole different way. <laughs> yeah. But then my buddy come over with this this, this one hitter. So you just you, you torch it up and you dip it in the dabs and yeah. And he says, wait for it. I'm like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. Next thing you know. Yeah. Out of it. I came down. I put my swim stuff on. I jumped in the pool. I jumped in the pool. I felt a little bit better. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, oh, I had to lay down on the couch. She says, you did not. I said, but I was just laying down on the couch yeah. for a couple minutes. Yeah. Trying to regain my composure. Right on. And so we didn't end up getting a, a show. Uh, we watched a UFC. It was on yesterday or Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. It started at 2 o'clock because it was in Abu Dhabi. Oh, okay. And... Uh, so we're just chilling, but then uh, we got to we got too comfortable, and we're like, no. Uh, Scotty came over. They jammed. I recorded some of it. MJ playing in the corner here on the guitar. And cool. Scotty over here. He, he left the keyboards, and the, you know what? I learned more in the keyboards music wise than anywhere else. And Scotty's a good teacher, but like you can't like it's not just laid out for you on a guitar. You yeah. Gotta make all you know. You put your fingers in all like the chord charts or whatever yeah because i've got a guitar i've been playing here and there a little bit i know three or four guitar uh, chords but i haven't got to the place where i can move them around real good Mm -hmm. you know and somebody i met somebody at the mansion house he was a musician i can't believe remember who he he was talking or who who was talking to but he's like dude oh no you need to just stay with it until you get over the hump like if you've got three or four or five chords down it's that it's the dexterity of moving them around once you get that done it gets fun and then you won't they won't hate practicing so much because it's like, like, yeah, they just don't want to go where I want them to. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the way it Muscle goes. Muscle memory. And, yeah. Uh, 
the way it goes, but, man. Uh, when it's laid down there, it's like note scale, note scale, and it's all like it's mm-hmm. all numbers all the way across. Yeah. So I, I, I get uh, a little bit more enthusiastic when I when I know what I'm doing and get away from the guitar a little bit. But yeah, people learn differently. I appreciate your time. Anyways, brother. Thanks, so man. Thanks for that. All right. And uh, yeah, I'll get you a copy. I'll cut. I'll cover up the songs and I'll give you a copy out, and you can throw them up on the Instagram. Sweet. I guess only goes for an hour, eh? Okay. I don't Instagram know. Instagram live? It cut, cool. It cut after an hour. Okay. Twitter's